Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How many times I got to say that before I get tired of it? Mm, I think it's gonna be a minute, folks. I gotta be real with you. Because boy, that Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, clear indication of how God can do some unexpected wonderful things for you. How he leads your life in directions that you never ever saw coming. You know, I was talking with somebody the other day and they were talking about how, man, they were young and they were doing things and they never knew that the things that they were doing as a youngster would come and and help, help form who they were today. As an adult, this guy's 50 years old. And, uh, you know, the same thing for you. If you look back on your life and all of the things that you've done, it helps shape you into who you are. Now, this is provided now that you take the positive approach. Now, when I say look back at your life and see what you've done, that doesn't mean dwell on the misfortunate moments because the misfortunate moments were necessary. I know it's hard to see that when it's happening to you, but the unfortunate moments are necessary. You know, what really makes you appreciate summer vacation is winter work. What really makes you appreciate a walk on the beach is when it's cold, it's raining outside. What really makes you appreciate when you're up is because you've been down. See, if you were up all the time, just the nature of us as human beings, we would lose our appreciation for it because it becomes case sera. 
whatever it is. Well, it is what it is. I'm just a what, what, what. It be, you take it for granted. It becomes expected. But what happens in life is it has so many twists and turns. And then you learn how to deal with those twists and turns, which makes you now a more experienced person. And then when the sunny days come, man, you go, wow, it's really nice outside. You really want to appreciate how warm weather, just stay in a bunch of cold weather all the time. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, this is really, really simple analogies, but it helps you along the way. Now, here's what I came to say today to everybody out there, and this has helped me in my life. I can't tell you what it's done for me, but a lot of people are struggling with uh, moving forward with their future, their future plans, their future goals, their future aspirations, their future hopes their future dreams, just simply your future wants. A lot of people trying to have a hard time mapping out their future, even what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be, what I'm going to make, how I'm going to go about it, what do I do next. I want to share something with you that I had to come to terms with. The quickest way to lose focus on your future is to keep focusing on your past. You know, it's like I said at the beginning, you know, when I say it's, it's wonderful to look at your life and review it, because if you look at it, it'll tell you uh, it, it really helps shape and form you today as the person you are. Now, if you look at it in a positive sense, but if you dwell and harp on the negative that's happened to you, then that keeps you from seeing the good in the incident. Every bad thing that's happened to you, there was a silver lining behind it. I know people who were on drugs who finally, man, just got sent to prison for stealing because of their habit. I know a cat that sold dope. Well, he went to prison. He told me one time, he said, Steve, he said, man, this is the best thing ever happened to me. This saved my life. Now, most people would think, how in the world is going to prison helpful for you? The brother said, it saved my life. First of all, it got me clean. He said, I've been clean for five years from sitting in here. That's for starters, I'm clean. I ain't stealing no more. I ain't putting myself in jeopardy and I ain't jeopardizing nobody else. He said, nah, man, I done went to college. I done got a college degree while I'm in here. Then he was released from prison and the brother's life was completely turned around. He married, he got a family, he got a great job. He go to work every day. He's a productive citizen. I mean, so he looks back on his incarceration, even his drug abuse, and it taught him how to appreciate the things in life that he had taken for granted and was missing. Because he said, man, my life was just in a blur. I didn't even know what was going on. He said, now I appreciate every day I wake up. That's what I mean. Even in your missteps in life, there is a purpose for the missteps. Every time you fail, there was a reason for the failure. See, what I had to do was I had to learn that all of my failures taught me how to get back up. So I became a very strong and tough person in getting back up. And then I was down and out so long that it taught me how to really appreciate the up. And so I've taken all of that and used it, those experiences that happened to me, and I became a more experienced person. So next time when people talk about me who don't know me, it don't shake me because everybody's not going to like you, man. You might as well go and get on this train right now. And so 
what I'm saying to you out there is the quickest way to lose focus on your future is to keep focusing on your past. Let it go. Yeah, 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 he left. Sometimes the breakup is the blessing. I know it's hard to break up because now you're lonely, you by yourself. But man, but weren't you in misery when you was in that? Weren't you in complete misery in that? Now, you kept asking God to fix it, but it takes two people to fix a relationship. It don't just take one. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. You really do have to have two people wanting a relationship to work. It can't just be one person wanting a relationship. So you can pray about the relationship all you want. If the other person don't want you no more and ain't going to act right, you can't make him do that. Or you can't make her do that. But you steady asking God for a new relationship, but you are yet to be grateful that you are in a position to have a relationship and you keep harping on the past. You don't think he hear that? I'm just a dude with a show and I hear it all the time. Let it go. Go forward. It's over. You made it. He brought you through it. You conquered. You survived it. Why are you dwelling on it and making it the cross around your neck when clearly he had removed it for you? Now, all you got to do is come on. So if you're sitting behind them walls, brothers and sisters, I'm talking directly to you. Sometimes, man, you just got to get it right. All this repeat offender business, that's for who is that for? How ignorant can you be to keep giving your life back to the penal system? Be free, man. Walk the streets. Do the right thing. Ask God to help connect you. He can do anything. You think he can't give you a job? Are you serious, man? Put some faith on it. Let's move forward, y'all. Let it go. Let's move. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. One, two, one, two, three, four. Good morning, everybody. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I know you was expecting a rather exuberant song, and all, but I decided to go against it. No, I just tried to get your attention. I had everybody, what are you finna saying now? But I ain't want to sing nothing. I just wanted your undivided attention, because what's about to go down is about to go down. Already popping, hot, coming in hot. Retro, all that. Radioactive. We dangerous. <laughs> We a nuclear plant with a crack in it. We all of that. Yeah, this is Steve Harvey Morning Show. Morning, Shirley Strawberry. Happy Friday. Good morning, Steve. Radio ready. Carla Pharrell. Stay radio ready. Never mad on a Friday. Hey, crew. Nephew. Oh, no, no. Junior. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. President and Willie. J. Anthony Brown. What up, Mr. Harvey? What's going on? King of pranks. Yay, yay! In the building. It's Friday, baby. We finna treat this like That's a everybody. Friday. That's everybody. I still want okay. Jay's schedule. <laughs> Let's do Friday, like no, real don't. Friday. Like, like, like Freedom Friday, okay? Let's, no, you, let's know, do that. you know, Tommy, we, Freedom Friday, we had, you know, I used but to But that was it, the though. bomb, huh? Freedom Friday was, was the bomb. I thought it was hot, man, but, you know, it you was. You know, times change, you know. Whose voice? Whose voice are you doing? You know, it's, you know, just <laughs> times that's supposed to be changes. me. <laughs> you know, that ain't what they want. <laughs> well, you turned into Sister Odell. Hey, let me tell sudden. you, man. 
I want to say something. I had a great, great, super great call uh-huh. with the affiliates, and Chicago headed it up. It was 200 people on the Zoom. Nice. Wow. And, uh, oh, cool, man. The host of it was. was my very first radio co-host, Gene Sparrow. Gene, yes, Chicago. My damn dog that came Uh in and did uh, sports and everything and news. Damn, Joe Soto. Joe Soto. Soto. Uh And man, I did this phone call with uh, V103 up in Chicago. And Uh man, it brought back so many memories, man. They told stories about me that I had forgot. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. radio is Chicago still a huge Ooh. radio city. Great yes. radio city, the greatest radio. That's what city made me ever. want to get into radio. Me growing too. up in Chicago. Oh, they talked. They talked about radio. you too, Shirley. They said you was up there. Yeah, you know. You but how many Shirley affiliates up? Huh? That's my home. How many affiliates was? I don't was know how many. Call? It was two hundred people on the call. Wow, you know. that's big. And it was just a great phone call. Reminisced, went down, you know, answered some questions and had a great time on the phone call. What did so, you say? What did you uh, say? Y'all don't need to know that because it was crazy. Did you cuss? You know? Did you say well, something wrong? Yeah, because we wasn't on the air, so. <laughs> <laughs> then there's uh-huh. that. <laughs> I was going to talk for an hour and All I don't right. cuss. What was what, 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 we talking for? <laughs> All right, listen, we got to get out of here because we have to make room for the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, the close, Steve Harvey. Uh, Listen, we got to get started. This one is from Ann in Atlantic City. Ann says, my husband and I are retired and we settled in a community of seniors 65 and up. There aren't many other couples in the building. It's mostly widows, and we are active in game night and movie night. And I'm getting sick of the women engaging my husband in conversation like I'm not sitting there. I've talked to him about it, and he promised to stop talking to these women. He did for a while, but the women are very forward. Should I have a talk with these women and tell them to keep away from my man? Well, I don't know how this works at senior citizens' homes. I haven't been (laughs) in one. But don't mess around and get ganged up on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, you're running up on these women. You Uh know, I mean, they just just talking. You know? She ain't nobody else to talk to. Yeah, they in there talking. They friendly. You know? She doesn't like it. Well, the hell you moving there for? <laughs> All them women in there, you that's you bring a pork chop to the back of the bulldog truck. How you think mm. this gonna work? What, a fight? Oh my god. Now your man, he tried to stop talking to him, but they keep talking to him. He can't be rude. Nobody wants to live in a neighborhood or a community and be rude to people. So what should she do, Steve? Just I don't there, know what to it? do. Hell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're jealous. I don't know what to do. I no, the dude ain't doing nothing do. wrong. The man ain't doing nothing wrong. Not you can't man. stop all them women uh, from talking to your husband. Mm-hmm. Y'all active in game night. Quit going to game night. Yeah, but then they want stuff to do. Well, then, when you go out there in public, and you got the only piece of raw meat on the back of the bulldog truck, uh-huh. what you think going to happen? Wow. 
Have game night in your room. <laughs> now, you got to find right. another man that's in good enough shape to play game night. Because mm-hmm. women yeah. do better when they age. Men fall apart. She says it's mostly widows there, though. Yeah. That's because, right. well, they, I, they, they don't really fell apart. <laughs> yes. All right. Leeler in Tallahassee says, I'm a 44-year-old married woman, and I've been having an affair with my husband's 29-year-old barber. I met him at the gym and didn't know he's my husband's barber at first. When I found out, I tried to end the affair, but he said he dropped my husband as a client so I wouldn't feel guilty. Uh, I could not let him do that because it took my husband a while to get a great barber. He is ready to end a business relationship over me, and I'm flattered, but not interested. How do I tell them? It's how do I tell him it's not that serious? No, wait a minute. You don't understand. Do you understand the proposal he's making to you? He's saying he'll drop him as a customer, so he can keep kicking it with you. Right. He's not offering you no out. Because if he wanted to offer you out, he'll just let you out and keep taking your husband's money. Uh-huh. What he's offering you is an opportunity for him to continue seeing you yeah. by dropping your husband as a client. Well, she said she's flattered, Steve. but it's Yeah, but I don't want to do her. that because it took him a long time to get a barber. Then you ain't serious about none of this, she Steve. Don't want I ain't been worried about his looking hair. looking crazy with his hair all uh, jacked up. And uh, she ain't going to stop seeing the dude either. No, she's not. No. Did you hear that in the letter anywhere? Mm-hmm. How did. do I stop seeing him? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. How do you stop him from dropping her husband as a client? Right. Because it ain't that serious. We just kicking it. Mm-hmm. Well, see, you 44. You think you know everything. Let your husband keep going in there. I'm telling you, it's going to leak. They're going to be in the barbershop talking. Oh, Boy, you know that fine thing you met down in that gym, that old thing, that cougar? <laughs> or one of them barbers going to say that. Somebody's going to say something. And then he going to be looking upside their head, but they're going to be cutting hair so they ain't going to see him looking upside their head. <laughs> yeah, you know the one, the one you got the picture with, the, with that leopard leotard set on. <laughs> leopard uh-uh. leotard. Not the leopard. Not the leopard one. Because, you know, old people wear animal prints to the gym. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, old people. Cougar, I didn't know that. Cougar want to look like a cougar. Old old women love animal prints. Oh, animal prints and and and, and, and glitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. This one is from Tony in Philly. Says I'm 29 and my girlfriend is 27. We party together and get drunk together. Almost always, she wets my bed if she's had too much to drink. It's to the point where she jokes about it and gets towels and puts under herself before she passes out. She said she dreams about going to the bathroom, but her mind and body don't match up when she's drunk. Is this a medical condition or should I blame it on the alcohol? (laughs) Nothing came up on Google. Wait, did you hear the last line? Nothing, Nothing came, up, came on up on Google. Oh, well, you don't need Google for this. That's how little boys, why we pee in the bed longer than girls. Because uh-huh. we had a pee dream. Yeah. You outside peeing, and you just, next thing you know, you done wet the bed. Mm-hmm. If your grown ass is wetting a damn bed, and you putting towels in the bed, Joking about your it. ass is trifling. <laughs> Seriously, <Yes. laughs> and you really need to stop drinking. If you' so drunk, yes. you can't control your damn bladder. Where you got to put towels <laughs> in the bed? 
I wish I would be laying up next to some woman and she pee on me. What are we? What you doing in here? You're not gonna pee on me. No, nah, man, you'd have lost all your sexiness with me. <laughs> right. Ain't no second no. thing. Right. You know, we in here right. drinking, and you in here all of a sudden, my bed warm. I'm sitting there going, what is all this here? And it yeah. don't stay warm long. We're not joking. This is not a joke. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> I, I can't even control myself when I get drunk. Well, Let me get you finna be by your damn self. Because <laughs> I'm not sleeping with no 27-year-old bed wetter. That ain't what, what I'm doing. Yeah, stop saying that. Yeah, it is so not. Please, you don't have to put up with that. Man, I wish. No, you can find somebody don't drink that heavy. That'd be crazy. Ain't no medical condition. All right, well, thank you, CLO. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Coming up next, run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending entertainment news, K. Michelle explains her viral deflated booty video. We'll talk about that. Also in trending news, Bruce Springsteen's <laughs> DUI charges have been dropped. And we'll tell you about Harry Belafonte's upcoming surprise 94th birthday party. All right, we're going to wow. talk about all these stories at the top of the hour. Man, in 94, that ain't yeah. cool. But right now, don't surprise him. <laughs> right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for his nephew? WCS. That's Wife Correctional Services. WCS. A lot of folks want to drop their wives off right now. WCS, mm-hmm. Wife Correctional Services. Let's go, Cat. Hello? Hello, I am trying to reach uh, George please. Who is this? My name is Marcus with WCS. Uh, call and see if we can actually try to uh, lend you our services. We understand that you're having a few problems and want to see if uh, maybe WCS can bring um, a better life to you and you can have a, uh, a an exciting life better than w- the one you have now. Who, who, is, who is it? Who is WCS? We are with Wife Correctional Services, sir. WCS, what it is, is we take your wives for a couple of weeks and we reprogram them so that it's take suitable. My wife. Of course, you have to sign a waiver contract, but we take your wife and we reprogram them so that they will act in a fashion of what you want them to act. Oh, I, okay, man. Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, see, sir, what it is is that we've gotten <laughs> some we've gotten some reports that you've been having some problems with with your particular wife. And, and man, I ain't never heard of y'all, man. Where are you located at? We're here in St. Louis, sir. Okay. And, and don't worry, we're we're totally confidential. This is not anything that's going to get out, um, and and your your names are never submitted. First of all, here's here's something we can do. I can ask you questions because we've been notified that this is probably a service that you would probably want. Now, um, has your wife ever snapped on you in public? And snapped on me? I mean, which I mean, she my wife ain't crazy. She don't just snap on me. She might. You know, try to check me, uh, uh, say something. You know what I'm saying? She ain't just gonna snap on me in public. So your you know wife, your, so your wife has tried to check you, is what you're saying? I mean, not check me per se. I mean, she might, she might not like something I'm doing and might say something about it, but what, she what, don't just snap on so, me. You so, know so basically, your wife is not in her place where she needs to be. Hold on. I mean, what you mean in her place? I mean, she might say something. You know, I mean, I might be doing something, or you know, might be with my boys and might get out of control a little bit. She might just say something at the time, but she don't just try to all out check nobody okay. you know what i'm saying okay 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 i'll tell you what let me ask you this one yeah. have you ever just had some plans with your guys we're gonna go out and had to change your plans because um your I wife mean, well i mean if, if 
if, like, I'm just talking about hanging out and I ain't let her know or something, she might, you know, be like, well, baby, I already had plans, you know, can you stay home with the boys or something? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not, I mean, nothing on the regular, you know, mm-hmm. I usually do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems like denial. Okay, here's another one, sir. Denial. No- well, no, just uh, listen, hear me out. Now, let me ask you this. Um, has your wife, uh, let's say back when Michael Jordan was playing basketball, did you right. ever miss a playoff game on television because your Michael wife Jordan? wanted to watch something else? Nah, man, we got two TVs in my house, man. I wish I, nah, I don't even get down. I mean, I might have to watch the little TV. Okay. But, I mean, I usually watch it on the big screen so you, in the basement. Yeah, yeah. But, but you doing, you've been pushed to watching the smaller television. No, I wasn't pushed to do nothing, man. What I'm trying to tell you is, I mean, we compromise. We do 50-50 in my house. I mean, she might get the big TV to watch her stories or something, and I just have to go watch the little TV. The little TV do go out here once in a See, there we go. But, I mean, so, but, so, I'm, but so, I'm cool with that, though. I'm cool with that. You're cool you know with what that. I'm so you're, cool you're, with that. you're actually the one that's programmed, and you, you see, Ain't nothing wrong with my wife. Ain't nothing wrong with, with in my family. You I, know what I'm saying? I, I understand. Well, let me, the reason why I'm asking you these particular questions is because someone has actually let me know the problems that are at hand in your household. Let me ask you. I got one question for you. Here's what I want to ask you. Has your wife ever cussed you out at a family cookout? Hey, man, hold on, man. You know what, dog? You're getting a little personal, man. Is this even legal, man? I'm, I'm, sir, is this it's, legal? It's, it, it, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Well, to... I ain't never heard of this company, man. Well, I'm... I have not. I've never heard of you, this, dog. This is something new. It's definitely. Well, I'm saying something new. I mean, what? Don't make me be your guinea pig. Don't, don't start out calling me trying to get, you know, referrals or clientele or whatever it is you're trying to do, man. Don't call me with this nonsense, partner. And, and I completely understand it. WCS, sir, is, is here to benefit you. It's here to benefit. ain't no benefit to me, man, getting all up in my personal business, wondering what's going on in my household. Okay, well. Last thing I want to ask you, and, and, and this is the last question I have for you. Like, like yeah, I said, yeah, make, it, make this the last one straight up. Okay. Have you do you do you, do you buy your own clothes or does she buy the clothes? Hey man, you know what, man? This man, you, whatever company this is, dog, don't call my house no more. And whoever put you up to this, whoever gave you my number, talking about my wife, checked me, uh, got me under control, got me on lock, man. You tell him too. No, don't call me no more with this. Are you are you in are you in denial? Of... Denial, dog. Don't call my house no more. I'm gonna tell you what, George Foreman or whatever. It's Marcus. It's Marcus. Marcus. Whoever you are, George Foreman, Marcus. Hey, dog. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna find out where y'all located, dog. I'm coming down there and I'm gonna bust your as you in my personal business. So you're ready. You're ready to retaliate on me, but not. But you you don't want to retaliate on the problems you have with your wife. Retaliation, man. What I'm saying, you you calling my house. I'm, I'm minding my own. And you worrying about who watching what TV in my house and my wife checking me in public. All I do, man. Hey, dog. Look, I'm telling you, Mr. Don't you want to watch the big television? Big TV, man. I'm comfortable with the TV I got. You know what I'm saying? It's in my room. I can lay across the bed, watch whatever. Want to whenever I want to. My don't you want to be able to go out with the boys when you want to? I go out with my partners, dog. I, matter of fact, you need to get partners. You call it asking these old dumb. Listen. What you want to do to me, your wife has already done to you. Wait, I see you got your damn number block. What's your phone number, man? Give me something. Tell me where to find you. Man. Why are you in denial? Denial, dog. I'm gonna tell you what's in what. You need to get your wife checked in to wife correctional hey, services so hey, that man. you can live a better hey. life. Uh, whoever the you are, man, y'all need to get a life, man. Can I get a life, man? Stop calling me, dog, for real. I, I understand it. Can I say one more thing to you, sir? Man, you can't say else to me, man. Straight up. 
Listen to me, sir. Yeah, what? 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 This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Justin. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh no! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> okay, y'all got me, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know it's you, my boy Steve Harvey, doing in the morning on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, partner. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I did that. I did that right there. You I did play too that. Much. That's what you but did. I did that. You I did. Almost got you did. That did. Bye, <laughs> dude. That you, was crazy. You know you ain't running nothing at the house. You know you're not running nothing. We 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 see this. Oh. Wife correctional <laughs> service. You don't want to go out with your boys. If you can't watch the big TV, the big TV. you're not running nothing. <laughs> I'm in my bed. I'm cool. <laughs> that was crazy. There you have it. Wife Correctional Services <laughs> by the nephew. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, K. Michelle responded to her Instagram Live video where you can see her booty actually drop or deflate or something. Uh, Since then, K. Michelle has been posting a series of tweets offering up some real talk on the situation. She says, so the video of me dancing is sad that I even have to explain. I walked you all through how difficult this process of removing silicone from my body for three years slash 16 surgeries. Did we not forget I almost died due to this? Now I'm in the process of three reconstruction steps. What you saw in the video was a happy woman with my extra fat. I've been very open so I can heal, ladies. I didn't have to tell anybody and I could have covered up until the process was done. But no, ladies need to see and hear the truth. I decided to use my platform to help. I'm not going to hide nothing in my house. I don't think people truly understand. I'm just happy to be alive. I've come so far with this and I'm proud of myself. Can I okay. ask a question? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, that's cool. Can you get your old ass back? <laughs> what do you mean? You should have prefaced that with, can, can I they ask a stupid question? Can they put that old just, ass back? I mean, the ass you used to have, mm-hmm. can you get that back? Can, mm-hmm. Is that possible yeah. to get that back, regardless of what you've added to it? Can you lose all the additives and get what you started with? I think there's damage that's done to the bodies that messes up the muscle and everything that they put it behind or in front of. And and did you not hear the the part when I said 16 surgeries? Did you not hear that part? I got it. I got it. Can you ask him to hold on to the old ass because I just see how this works out? I hate both of you right now. Uh, I mean, I get... uh-huh. It's, it's, it's bad get, booty, Shirley. It's just, it's just bad booty. <laughs> you know? You just, just you put that on. Kate Michelle also booty. offered an update on where she is in this process. She says, as far as my surgeries, I have one left, in parentheses, I hope. But this skin removal is next week. So I'm focused on that. She went on to say, where I am now, you wouldn't hate so hard. 
And, and I'm, I'm sure that's real for her because 16 yeah, surgeries and she's been going through this yeah. for three years, Steve. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and she's trying to get people to understand the dangers of it. Yeah. So, that's I mean, I applaud her for that, yeah. you know. Because it's all out there. Yeah. It's and a she's movement. happy to be alive uh-huh. because I had her on my talk show mm-hmm. and she talked yes, about it extensively. Lord. She was very sick. And even before she came out, we almost weren't able to tape the show because she was sick backstage. Wow. She was really sick, but she said, I wanted to come out here and just tell people what it is, you know. She's a beautiful woman, too. She's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine 16 surgeries. I can't. I, yeah, over over a period of three years, and she's still not done. She's still not done. You know, this is a, 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 you know, really something that she's going through, and you know, I mean, it is something that she's taking us with her on this journey. You know, so maybe other people won't get caught in a situation like this. I bet she ain't got a problem getting a date, no matter which one she got. I bet she ain't got a problem getting a date. <laughs> Yeah, She's a so we, girl, we yeah, woman, we I wish her all the best and look forward to her country music. But is the goal to get our old ass back? I'm just saying. No, we just said that. No, to answer your question, are you listening? She just wants to be healthy. What did they do with it? I don't know. All right, so we're moving on. Okay, we're moving on. And other entertainment news: Bruce Springsteen pleaded guilty yesterday morning in a virtual hearing in Newark, New Jersey to consuming alcohol in a closed area while the charges of DWI and reckless driving were dismissed. This all stems from an arrest last November in the Gateway National Recreation Area in Sandy Hook, New Jersey in which Bruce was offered and accepted shots of tequila from fans who recognized him on his motorcycle in the park. Now after the hearing, Springsteen's, yeah, Springsteen attorney said Mr. Springsteen is pleased with the outcome of today's court appearance. Uh, The prosecutor was unable to provide the necessary evidence and facts as it related to the charge of driving under the influence and reckless driving and therefore dismissed both of those charges. Mr. Springsteen, who has no previous criminal record of any kind, Volunteered, uh, voluntarily pled guilty and agreed to what? a fine of five hundred dollars. Okay, hold on. Five hundred dollars. Pled guilty. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Let me explain something to you. You don't voluntarily plead guilty without a plea deal, and then very happy mm. with the outcome. You plead guilty when you know what the outcome gonna be. How the Hello? hell? Do you mm. plead guilty and then the prosecutors say, we didn't have enough to prove? Well, that don't make no damn sense. Mm. They didn't have enough to prove that he was driving under influence. He pled guilty to DUI. taking the shots and having the, the alcohol in the mm-hmm. open the container because he With took that from the fans in the park. That's what he mm-hmm. pled guilty to. Okay, now but let me tell you D- something. But check this out. That's a deal that was cut. I hear what you're saying. If yeah, you plead guilty to this, we'll just drop them mm-hmm. other charges. Right. You better believe his right. lawyer had that conversation with them people. I believe absolutely. that, too. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. How that yeah. went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I like Bruce so Springsteen. Were, and then he ain't got no celebrity. criminal record and all like that. But let me just say this to black people. Don't yeah. try this. Because no. you're not him. <laughs> you're not going to win this. Don't do this. Don't tell you're your lawyer to go in there and have that conversation. Don't take no shots on no damn motorcycle and think your ass fitting to pay $500. $500. Yeah. 
You gonna okay. get five, but it's gonna be with some. It's gonna be years. <laughs> gonna be some repercussions. Mm. All right, coming up in twenty minutes after the hour, we'll look into the mind of J. Anthony Brown right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh. twisted, demented mind of J. Anthony Brown. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. Oh we only have, a, I think, a few more days left for Black History Month. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'd like to read, I found this. <clears throat> it's a, uh, a letter from a runaway slave or a freed man. Uh, I'd like to read this. Hit it, Crystal. Oh, my God. Lion King. <laughs> Lion King. If you got this letter, I made it. Now, if the person who opens this letter can't read, give it to someone who can. First of all, I told y'all to come, but no, y'all wanted to stay. Trust me. It wasn't easy. But it is such a good feeling to wake up in the morning and not have to pick a damn thing. Wasn't easy getting up here. Miss Tubman don't play. She don't play at all. She had to pull a gun out on John Henry and pistol whip him when he started to cry saying he wanted to go back. After the swelling went down, he changed his mind. She passed out a couple of times, but when she came to, she made up for it. Just in case she comes back for some of y'all on a second run, do not use the phrase, please, please do not use the phrase, when we gonna get there. That seems to upset her a lot. When we gonna get there. One thing I found out about running away, the female slaves are real friendly at night when it is cold. Yes, they are. Upon my arrival, I met some uppity blacks acting like they had never picked cotton. I'm like, why the hell y'all so uppity? Y'all ain't been free but 12 minutes. I said, SP. That's short for slave please. I get a feeling slave please is going to change one day. I don't know what to. I also met Frederick. I also met Frederick Douglass. I don't know what's up with his hair either. He dating a white woman. He introduced me to her sister. Yes, I have crossed over. Well, so much for talking to y'all. I'll holler at y'all later. P.S. That's what you put at the end of a letter when you have more to say. Give my shoes to the Williams brothers since they both have one foot. Holler at y'all later. (laughs) Ms. Tubman asked me if I wanted to come back for a second run. I said, hell no. That's the greatest one ever. <laughs> Happy Black History Month, everybody. Coming up in 34 oh, Jay, that's minutes. That's the greatest one. After uh. the hour, <laughs> as we move on, we're going to pose the question, are you doing what you thought you'd be doing when you're in elementary school? We'll ask you that and talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we saw this on Facebook, guys. A guy named T posted uh, when he was in elementary school, um, he thought he'd be a professional athlete. By the time he made it to high school, he thought he'd own a barber shop. 
So guys, I gotta ask you, what profession did you like obsess about when you were in elementary or grade school? Or are you in the field you thought you'd be in when you were say eight years old? And we'll, we'll start there and then I'll ask you what advice do you have for kids today choosing a career, pursuing their dreams? Jay? Oh, I wanted to be a tailor and at an early age, but I had a counselor tell me, and I'm glad I didn't pay any attention to her dumb ass. She told me that, no, she did. She told me that you couldn't take sewing because I want to be a tailor. She said, we couldn't take sewing because we don't have any boys sewing machines. We only have girl sewing machines. So when What's I first bought my first sewing machines, I went to the store and asked for a boy sewing machine, and the man <laughs> laughed at me. He's like, son, there's no such thing as a boy sewing machine. They just sewing machines. So, yeah, I think I, I did some of the stuff I wanted to do. But then teachers were telling you, if you grow up and you don't pay attention, you're going to be a garbage man. And like, garbage men make $50 an hour. I'm like, I shouldn't have listened to that, too. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Junior? <laughs> oh, football. Eight oh. years old, wanted to be Tony Dorsett, 33. Uh -huh. Lived in Dallas at that time, uh -huh. man. I really wanted to be Tony. I wanted to run out of bounds, keep my outfit clean. I just wanted to be TD. That was my <laughs> hero at the time, eight years old. Okay. Okay. Uh, nephew? I wanted to dunk on everybody. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But three, oh, I wanted to 360 <laughs> dunk. Where the hell did you think you was going to be able to do that? I wanted to at dunk. What age? I did. I, I wanted to dunk on everybody in the gym. Just when I come in, everybody just move out the way. Ooh, here come, here come yeah, the time. The time All to dunk dreams. on, you know, and come in there and just dunk on everybody. Uh, I wanted to dunk. Uh, Jay, leave your camera right there. Don't touch nothing. Oh. I only got your old ass on the Zoom. Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right, Steve, your nephew wanted to dunk on everyone. Uh, what did you think you'd be doing when you were in elementary school? If his ass could have just climbed up on the porch banisters, I'd have been happy. <laughs> He's talking about dunking. Shut your little ass up on oh, the banisters. Yeah. What did you want? Pick you up. I mean, at eight, I didn't, nothing at eight. Uh -huh. At 10, it, I wrote on a piece of paper that I wanted to be on TV. I really uh -huh. did. That was uh -huh. all I wanted. I didn't had no idea how to do it. I wasn't convinced right. that I would be on TV, mm -hmm. but that's what I wanted, and I got no encouragement at all right. in that direction. They <laughs> shot that down. He said, no, no. Your stupid, stuttering ass think you finna be on TV. <laughs> Ain't nobody got all day wait on you to say nothing. A show 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Wow. Your wow. little, your little wow. talk on volcanoes was 45 minutes, and it was supposed to have been five. Uh -huh. I picked the worst, you know, we had to, science, we had to do a speech, and uh, everybody had to draw the subject out. Mm -hmm. I stutter, and the subject I picked was volcano. The last word you can give to a little boy that came, that has a stutter is a word that starts with a V. Oh, really? That you really, that's, that. that's a... Oh, you can't do Vs? Oh, oh God. V-S-T-P-R. Them two signs and Q, you can forget Q. Q, you, you can forget the quack. Oh. They were very, very challenging words. And so, you know, that was. Why would you be so disrespectful to my W's? You got more letters than me. 
Why, why would you do that? Why, why, you know what hurts me. Why why would you do that to me when you know you got you got like five, six letters in the alphabet? You can't do it. Right. Yeah, but I was 10. Now he can. That, you that's 50. the point you're missing. And see, and see, you could have been and fixed yours, but you don't know what's wrong. He went to double Oh, excuse me. Class. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't know what's wrong. <laughs> He took a class. <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys. Well, thank you for that. Coming up next, the nephew <laughs> with the prank phone hey. call right after hey. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he lives in the hood and he loves it. But right now, we'll get into that. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Well, you know, Shirley, it, you know, you know, Valentine's is still in the wings. It, you know, it was a couple weeks ago, but yeah. it's still there. So let's, mm-hmm. let me show a little something. This right here is called Relationship Departure. Relationship Departure. Let's go. Mm. Okay. Hello? Hey, Brian. Hey, baby. Yeah, what's up? I was um, I was calling to tell you, baby. Look, I just I, I just can't do I this anymore. I got it. I got it. Huh? What? What? what hello. You, you, uh, oh, hello. Brian. Hey, uh, Brian. Hey, this is Greg. I know. I know you was just talking to Val, but this is this is Greg talking to you. It's Brian. Greg. Right? Who? Greg. Who? Yeah, this is Brian. Greg. I was just talking to my wife. Uh, did you put her back on the phone? Uh no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to do that. So, why, hey, why can't you do that, man? Hey, let me explain something to you. Uh, explain. All right, there's some things you know. Long conversations about this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! How you know my wife on the first name basis like that, man? How you? Who are you? Like I said, man, my name is Greg. Uh, okay. All right, at the airport. Okay. At what, airport? At, at which airport? And why are you? What are you at the airport with my wife for? Hey, let me. Hey, 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 Doc. All of this is complicated. Okay, it's real. Yeah, it is. Yeah, make it simple for me. Okay. So what I want to explain to you. What I let me explain to you, man. Nine. We've had a lot of long conversations about this. It's something that she. What? When? When was this? Why? Why are you at the airport with my wife? With me. And why? Is leaving with me, okay? What, what, what leaving? And y'all, what do you mean leaving? Leaving me? Oh but, hell no! Put her on the phone. Hey, I don't even want to talk to you, man. Put her on the phone. Put her on the phone, man. Look, you need to put her on the phone right now. Leaving? I don't believe that, man. I want to hear her say that. You want to talk to him? I don't hear you saying. Yeah, let, yeah, let me talk to my wife, man, because you you ba- you baby, you're about baby. to make good baby. Yeah. Baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's this dude talking calm about? Calm down, sweetie. Calm, calm, calm I've been down. I'm trying to tell you this for a while. See, you think everything's okay, but it hasn't been okay. Why are you telling me this over the phone? Why can't you just come home and tell me this to my face, babe? Why can't you just tell me this to my face? Hey, 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 bro. Come on, man. No, man. Why are you on, man? I'm just talking to my wife. Hey, 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 bro. I, I, I know this is painful, man. Hey, no, you don't know. Right? You don't know nothing. Hey, brother, right? I know this. Don't is... know nothing. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it. 
just put my wife on the phone, please. Please, if you if you got any ounce of a man in you, just put my wife back on the phone. All right, all right, all right, bro. Let me, let me, let me say. Let me, let me. Can I say something to you, man? What you got to say, man? What you? Unless it's less than my wife on the phone, but you ain't got nothing to I'm tell a, me. I'm gonna put her on in a second, but let me say this to you, man. Say, say, man, and wrap it up, all right? Because I need to talk to my wife. I just want you to know this, Brian. This is let me know something. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tommy got me to prank phone call you. you what you? Hold on. So, so, okay, if you prank me, what's up with the airport stuff in the back then? Y'all at the airport? No, nah, bro. Your oh. wife is here at the studio, man. Ain't nothing happening, man. Your wife, hold on, I'm going to let you talk man. to her. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You all right? First of oh, all, are you all right? Man, uh, <laughs> oh, man, uh, it was about to be a murder scene, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. Look at me now. Now, now who's the big prankster, huh? I got you. Finally. You could have been a little bit more subtle than this. I mean, you and your your brother, you think y'all the only ones can prank people. He said, You and your brother be pranking all the time, man. Boy, man, it's it's light stuff, though. I Girl, you ain't. Happy birthday, baby. Oh, you got a birthday coming up? Happy birthday, Brian. This, yeah, man. Great gifts. Great <laughs> gifts, man. Let me talk to my wife, man. All right, yeah. I, I, I ain't got nothing to do with your wife. Hold on. Please. Be- what? You, woman, you uh-huh. got me, all right? Don't, don't, you ain't got to go this far, all right? You ain't got to go this far every time. It's supposed to be funny. I did feel a little bad when you kind of started tearing up, but I'm glad to know you fight for me like that. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Fight? It was going to be some fight. It wasn't going to be a fight. <laughs> Oh, girl, just a hey, bring your black <laughs> home. I'm coming, baby. I'm don't coming. even stop at red lights. <laughs> say don't stop track. at red lights. Give it to me. Come on. Tommy. Come on. Hey, Tommy. You went all in sound effects and everything. I'm the truth. Oh, you outdid yourself, man. <laughs> no. I got nothing. Sound effects? No, no. I wouldn't hit you on that one right He's there, dog. crazy. No, hey, man, that I put that right airport there. background on there, huh? I put hey, that dog. airport background on yeah, there. Hey, hey, that brother, that brother was crushed, man. Yeah. You went too far. Too far, Tommy. Don't you know when yeah, you're going to too far? You, you don't know yeah, until you go, Shirley. Then you oh. say, okay, this is probably, I think I stepped over a little farther. I should hey, man, go back. you got any ounce of manhood in you, please just put my wife back on. She leaves in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the airport. Yeah, we leaving your ass. Yeah, yeah we leaving. Oh, God, that yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Man, that dude, he was sick to his stomach. Yes, yes, yes he, he was. His stomach was hurting. Yeah. Yes, he was. But let me tell you, you ever something. If you get bad if, news and your stomach hurt, that's how he was. But let me tell you something, though, man. If he, uh-huh. if that conversation would have continued, he could have got an airline. Oh, uh-huh. yes, yes. Boy, let me tell you something. It he would have been some hell up at Delta or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that boy would have been running through TSA gates. Because, you know, you can't even, you know, since 9-11, you know, you can't walk your friend people to the gate no more and go no. through none of that. No, you have to have a ticket. Special. No. Yeah. He'd, have, he'd have got through there, though. He'd have been on the tarmac. I think he'd have been on the tarmac. He'd have bought a ticket to the same city y'all was going to. That plane would have...
And then Tommy listen, tricked listen, him with listen, putting listen. his wife on first and then listen, he got on. Hey, hey, hey baby. Me and Val. No, I got it. I got it. Let me tell you. Go on, sit down. Who is this? Yeah, go on over there and sit down. I said, this is if you got any else, far, nephew. Me and Bal is together, okay? <laughs> Too far. You know, the crazy part about that, Tommy, is that's why it's not funny, because that didn't happen before to somebody. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, that's oh, yeah. why it's, it's hard to laugh at. Yeah. It didn't happen to somebody, dog. Yeah, yeah, give me the phone, baby. I got it. Baby. Uh, hey, 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 listen, man. Um... Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you do that. The exhale. Hey, that listen. long yeah. sigh. Yeah. yeah. This is hard for me to even tell he you. He sees you out, though. You know, yeah. I, I, He's going to get you. I know what y'all were, but you're not anymore. Okay? I mean, that's yeah. that's that's out. That's out. It's me and Val now. Okay? Listen, listen, listen. Believe me. He's holding us up from leaving. And you know what? I don't get to I don't get to use my little props that often, but the background stuff works. It works when, when I can, well, I'm finna start implementing so that. So now you go do the background noise. Great. It was great. Yeah, you got the background that. noise is cold, man, because it it puts oh, you yeah. in there. Now he taking pranks to another well, level. It's been square. nice working. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nice knowing you, nephew. <laughs> Because that is too. That was too far. Because he couldn't say y'all not at the airport. He heard airport, so he couldn't say that. Right. All right. Listen. uh, Thank you, nephew. Coming up, uh, the strawberry letter subject. He lives in the hood and he loves it. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In honor of Black History Month, we've teamed up with our friends at Gold Series from Pantene and Royal Oils from Head & Shoulders to help you discover your heritage. We've got your chance to win. This is really serious. This is really big. We've got your chance to win $1,000 in cash. I said $1,000 in cash plus hair care gift products. Uh, gift baskets from both Gold Series from Pantene and Royal Oils from Head and & Shoulders and nice. two African Ancestry test kits for the winner and their spouse or friend. You can enter and get your $1,000 at Get Rules and all of that at steveharveyfm.com. Discover your heritage today. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. We discovered our heritage, Carla and I. Carla's from Ghana. I'm from Central African Republic. Yes. Uh, and, and it was great. You'll love it. You'll love it. It doesn't take any time. But anyway, get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Find out how you can win $1,000 today. All right, we're going to switch gears here now and uh, get into this strawberry letter. It is time, if you need advice on relationships, advice, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he lives in the hood and he loves it. 
Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a guy for about a year and a half now, and I'm concerned that he isn't motivated to do better for himself. Uh, the first time I spent the night at his house, I made some comments on how none of the yards have grass and the houses have burglar bars on the windows and doors. I thought to myself, there's no way I'm staying here. But he pressured me. Uh, he assured me that he would protect me, so I stayed over. The whole night, I heard cars going up and down the street and a lot of commotion. After the first night there, I haven't been back to his house. That was over a year ago, and he's gotten used to spending time at my house. Recently, he had a talk about the fact that we never hang out at his house, and he said that I made it clear that his house was not good enough for me. My next question was, why hasn't he attempted to make it better or move out? He told me about a police chase in his area and how the DEA seized a large amount of marijuana from a guy down the street. He said he's not fixing his house up until they get a handle on crime in that area. That let me know he has no plans to move. He went on to say that he likes to be around his people in the heart of the city where he grew up. He told me I was scared of my own people. Stephen Shirley, that's not true. I've worked hard to separate myself from the criminal element, and I've chosen to do better. I'm from the hood, too, but I moved out. We're both 37 and gainfully employed, making good money. How can we be compatible in all areas except this one? Am I wasting my time? Well, that depends. I mean, that really depends. I'm thinking about where this relationship is going. I mean, do you want to marry this guy at some point? Because uh, if you do, this is a big red flag. If you guys can't agree on something as basic as and, and important as where you want to live and what neighborhood and all that and moving out of the hood, then I would say, you know, your relationship is in trouble. The problem is you're both right. You're just not right for each other. You moved out and did better for yourself, like you said in the letter. He's he's right in the hood. And he's right that the hood is not good enough for you anymore. I mean, you feel that way. That's why you moved out. Again, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, he on the flip side wants to stay in his hood in hopes it will get better. Uh, you know, for now, I think you guys should continue meeting at your house. I do, and while you're there, you need to figure out, you need to have some conversations about what you guys want to do moving forward in this relationship. But this living in the hood thing is a big problem for you two. Uh, it can't be ignored, and you might have to move on and find someone that shares your same values. Steve? Well, I agree with what you're saying, Shirley. Um, I have some more takes on it also to add to what you said. Now, you've been dating a guy. You say the subject is he lives in the hood and he loves it. Now, the thing automatically is I've moved out of the hood a long time ago on a personal note. But there are things that I absolutely adored about it. There are some things, man, that really do ring dear in my heart about it. You know, now... I'm, I'm a different person now. I've climbed a ladder a different way now. So some things I cannot do anymore that I used to be able to do and enjoy. Walking to the store, hanging out at the park, singing down at the mailbox. 
Oh man, hooping up at the bus barn to to all in the middle of the night, all that. But see, I so I understand that. But you went over your spinach night, spent a night at his house, and then you made the comment about it being kind of ghetto. And then you said ain't none of the yards got grass and the houses got burglar bars on the windows and doors. I thought to myself, that's no way I'm staying here, but then he assured me that he would protect me, so you stayed. The whole night you heard cars going up and down the street. You know what this is. <laughs> A lot of commotion. It's summertime. You know what this is. It wasn't winter. Mm. Ain't all that in the winter. You was over there in the summer. <laughs> Now, I don't know where you live, but this this is summer, summer month commotion. First night there, you stayed the night, and you ain't been back since. That was a year ago, and, and he the guy used to spend the time at your house. Now, here's your whole problem when we come back. I'll explain it to you. You had to talk about the fact that we never hang out at his house. He said he made it clear that his house is not good enough for me. That's just the beginning. The rest of it is later. All right, part two coming up at 23 minutes after. He lives in the hood and he loves it. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, he lives in the hood and he loves it. He lives in the hood and he loves it and she doesn't. This woman's been dating this man uh, about a year and a half now. She's concerned that he isn't motivated to better himself. That's the conclusion that she came to. And now, after this letter, her conclusion is he's not motivated to better himself. First time she spent the night at the house, she made some comments about it being ghetto. And then the yards ain't got no grass and they got burglar balls on them. And then she thought to herself, ain't no way she's staying there. He told her he'd protect her. Whole night she heard cars going up and down the street and a lot of commotion. I'm reading this into this was summertime in the hood. You know what it is. Now, like I said before, I don't live in the hood anymore. I, I feel blessed and fortunate, but there are some things about the hood that I miss dearly because it served a valuable purpose in my life. It made me who I am today. It created a starch in me, a, a fight in me, some dog in me. And, and it just taught me a lot about manhood. I learned most of what I know about manhood from the hood. Okay, cool? And it wasn't just because I was fighting and stuff. It's just I had to grow up quicker there. All right? So it's a lot of good stuff that happens in the hood. Now, she said she ain't been over there since that night, and it's been over a year. Now, he done got used to spending time at your house. Now, here we go. Recently, we had to talk about the fact that we never hang out at his house, and he said, I made it clear that his house was not good enough for me. And you did. You talked about ain't no grass, burglar bars on these windows. You know, you made the man feel bad about his spot. So he said, well, I ain't finna bring her over here. Cause We're going to come over here next week. I ain't finna be no grass out here by next week. <laughs> and you know good and damn well, we can't take your damn burglar bars off. <laughs> so now, since that ain't right, ain't changed, we can't change now, my next question was, why hasn't he attempted to make it better or move out? He told me police chasing his air and how the DA sees a large amount of marijuana from a guy down the street. They selling weed. Matter of fact, they've elevated it now. They selling opioids, oxycotton, meth. They doing it all in, 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 not in the hood of what I meant to say. They do this in the suburbs. See, they selling weed in the suburbs. There's weed houses out there now. 
Oxycontin, opium, all that, everything, all the medical drugs. That's that's the suburb problem. The heroin, all that's getting sold out there. So it ain't just the hood. And now he said he's not fixing his house up until they get a handle on crime in that area. Now that statement right there, though, <laughs> we all know when that's gonna happen, especially with the no snitch theory going on in the hood. We ain't gonna be able to solve none of these damn crimes. Ain't nobody telling. So now he he ain't gonna fix the house. Now guess what conclusion she said? That let me know he has no plans to move. He went on to he say he likes being around his people and in the heart of the city where he grew up. He just trying to justify it. He told me I was scared of my own people. He just trying to push back at you because you talked about his house because they ain't got no grass. Got a little rock garden outside, all these balls up. Ain't no stairs, you know. And you don't put carpet on your stairs in the hood because you need to hear who's coming up the steps. You know all these little tricks yeah, and stuff you have right. to learn <laughs> in the hood and everything. Stephen Shirley, that's not true. I've worked hard to separate myself from the criminal element, and I've chosen to do better. I'm from the hood, too, but I moved out. Now, we're both 37, gainfully employed, making good money. How can we be compatible in all areas except this one? Am I wasting my time? You are absolutely not wasting your time. And I want to share something with you about men that an insight that you may not have taken into consideration. This is not a red flag. But you have to understand something. At the time this brother bought this house, that's what he could afford. He probably is very proud of the fact that he's a homeowner. That home and being from that neighborhood and finally acquiring a piece of property may have a sentimental value to him and definitely a sense of pride. He's now a homeowner. Sentimental reasons. Now, what's happening with you all, you all are not communicating properly because when you set the man down, he told you, that, you know, he felt like his house wasn't good enough for you. That's why he ain't been, you ain't been back over there. But you don't, you never asked the man why he won't move. See, he just told you he ain't fixing the house up until they get a grip on crime around there. He know it's crime. He know you know it's crime. But this man done bought this house. You ain't giving him no credit for that. You ain't giving him no credit for coming up with the down payment. You don't know what this brother went through to get this house. But you just dogged him for staying in it. He ain't had no reason till he met you to even go nowhere else. So now he crazy about you, so he been spending all his time at your house. But he don't want to bring you over there to his accomplishment, and then you dog him about it. See, you missing one of the points here, sister. So this is a communication problem, I think. I need you to just sit down and really think about why this man is willing to stay there. And then go from there. But you don't leave no man because he done bought a house and he want to live in it. Have you thought about that? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand coming up at 46 after the hour. We'll talk uh, sports with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Junior. You are here with Sports Talk. What you got for us today? Well, all right, Shirley. Well, <laughs> Unc, I don't know what you said that at NFL Honors, but they heard you, though. They really did. 
The Washington football team is in the process of figuring out its own new name. They they are letting Damn. fans they are you letting said the that fans the other day. You Thank said you. it. They are on the way to doing it. So y'all think he the genius? He the one that made this happen? That's what y'all think? Y'all think Steve? <laughs> Wait, they doing nobody it. Nobody else said nothing. They look it happened at NFL Lord. Honors. I wrote oh, a joke about Lord. it. <laughs> I know and you let don't the, get it. Steve, let me hit the joke. Let me hit oh, the, joke. No. the joke was, go ahead, Junior. Finish no, go, okay. Well, let me just see the part. I'll get the part in, and we'll get to the joke. Uh, they letting fans be a part of it all. The team launched a special new website, WashingtonJourney.com, that features an area where fans can submit ideas for the next name and even include images for the uniforms and logo. Okay, uh, tell them the joke. Jay, at the NFL Honors, I said the NFL has one of the greatest brands in the world, some of the most ingenious marketing minds of all. That shield is well protected and well promoted. So I'm trying to figure out how in the world the Washington Redskins couldn't come up with a name. All they had to do was come up with something that wasn't racist. And all they came up with was the damn Washington football team. It could have been the Washington scandals. They could have came up with the Denzel Washingtons. But no, no, no. All your ass could come up with was the Washington football team. Who paying these damn people in marketing? I'm telling you, man. And I'm telling you. And after that, now the Washington football team, they're big laugh from the players anyway. And now they got a uh, website. Now, now you know, they got a little, website. You know, little hater. So you it's always Steve. a hater. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know, you, know, you yeah. think Steve. So uh, you I think it's a good joke, but I have to go with Team Tommy. I mean, I think it's a really good joke, but you know, I'm in a position that I have to go with Team Tommy. Right. And, else I and, and, and you. your vote Thank is you. so limited because you ain't here but twice a day on me. Steve, just say you're welcome. You're voting. It don't matter about I'm here on voting day. How about that? All you do vote. is vote on Tommy, which we already know what that is, because you think if I get rid of your ass, that y'all two I'm ass going to go somewhere and start another vote. damn show. Just well, tell man, them you're welcome. Ain't nobody so. said that. Shut up. Well, let's sure. find out. We're going to find out what the team name going to be, though. But uh, they heard you. That's all I can mm. tell you. Man. I'm going to get involved in it come up with a name. Yeah, man. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah I, like I mean, George Washington. You know, any, any Washington can do. I mean, no, we're going with Denzel uh-uh. Washington. No. Washington, George. Not Jordan. the slave owner, Junior. <laughs> yeah. D.C. That's about All right. Coming up Washington. at the top of the hour, we'll talk uh, about divorce. Kim and Kanye right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. So there's a rumor out that says Kanye has tried to erase memories of Kim Kardashian. A source said uh, some of Kim's stuff in Wyoming was packed for her to take back to L.A. Lesser items got tossed in the trash. Um, The source added a quote from Kanye saying, in the last two weeks, Kanye was attempting to sell jewelry he had purchased for Kim. at least two top jewelers, to at least two top jewelers, the friend said that Kim's belongings pained Kanye to see, um, just to see, you know, he was talking about how he didn't want to be reminded of the past. So, I mean, I guess that's understandable well, that's where called he is memory, right now. sir. Yeah. 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 And take yeah. it from a but couple of people But how about just putting it in a box show. and putting it away and just... No, no. Well, you know, you know, you know, Tommy, you know, you got to have that that moment that I'm doing something. 
Mm-hmm. When really what you're saying is absolutely the truth. Put it in a box, but you got to get other people get involved and demonstrate you, you strong enough to move on. You gonna sell it? And you ain't finna get nothing, mm-hmm. dog. It ain't it ain't that yeah. jury. It's their memory that's gonna and hurt. And take it from a man who knows about divorce, uh, mm-hmm. really knows about it. Mm-hmm. Take the loss, dog. Just take it. And nothing else you can do. Take the L. That'll be your best thing because take, if you trying to take the L, fight mm-hmm. and yeah. hold on. You yeah. gonna you you finna and be in a up world. One up her, you not gonna. It's not gonna. No. It's not but you know what, happen, Steve? Man. I I I. You know, let me. You know, you and Jay. Let me just say, I've never because they been, got experience, Tommy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to pick. And I'm not yeah, trying to point that out, Carl. I'm belt. not trying to point that's that out. <laughs> but but what I want to say is, you know, I haven't been through a divorce, man. I I honestly, I I truly can't see somebody else with my kids, man. I, that that would that you would crush guy, me to my core. Man. Another that man. would crush me to my core to see someone else with my kids, man. I just well, well I, I, you I don't ever that, have selling to her lose stuff that. ain't gonna help you. Selling her stuff is not gonna help you. Uh-uh. You know, man. You that. don't you don't lose yeah. your children. Yeah, right? you know, and, right. and you can't stay in a marriage for the kids, cause the kids right. ain't married to her. The kids gonna always love her. Kids will <sighs> always love you. They'll figure always it out. Love you. Yeah, I find that. And you just had to go ahead on, man. But Jay is right. Selling the stuff ain't going to make you feel no better. But I also understand, Tommy, what you're saying is you don't want to see nobody else raising your kids. Yeah. I was saying, Uncle Steve was saying, don't stand it for the kids. But them kids are not going to be happy in an unhappy home either. They, then that's not gonna work for the well, kids. That makes oh, that's even worse. Yeah. I, I, I agree, Jay, my, Jay. my yeah. parents, my parents divorced. Yeah. Steve right. Please don't stand it for the kids, cause they suffer when you stand it for the kids. Cause you know, I realized yeah. I wasn't married to my mom and daddy. I wasn't in their marriage, cause I tried to protect my mom and my daddy. Whooped my ass for trying to protect her. Oh my God! I ain't married to mm. nobody in here. What I jump in? You was for? glad when they broke up. <laughs> yeah, what the hell I jump in for? I tried to protect her. He beat the dog mess out of me. I said, you know what, mom? You need to learn how to do better or something. <laughs> you, you need to learn how to talk to people. Mom? Yeah, you need to turn how to learn how to talk to people in here. The hell he mad at me? He was mad at you. Now he mad at me too. But he. He could whoop you, but he whooped the mess out of me, Jay. And then the next morning, Jay, you know mama said, can you believe your daddy last night? Look at my eyes. I think I believe him. (laughs) 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 I believe you. Divorce is hard on everybody. It is. It is. It is very hard. It's like a death. It really is like a death. You know, you... I got, if you got memorabilia laying around the house, it only reminds you, but it, you're not, you just have to get up and move on. Now, the thing I do know about Kanye, for sure, mm-hmm. really, really good father. Really good with them I kids. I believe that. Man. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that about dude was really, really good with them kids. Four kids. You know. But when you see another man with your children, I'm sorry. It's crushing, man. That's got to be... I, that has to be crushing. I don't know that experience. It has to be crushing. Well, I mean, well, I've seen I mean, it before. Yeah, yeah. I, have you know. I mean, people yeah. do it every day. Yeah, they Blended yeah. families. Yeah, and, 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 it ain't all that damn crushing. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will travel to Houston today. I just love saying President Joe Biden. Such a relief. Mm-hmm. Such a, just an 
exhale moment. Well, anyway, they're traveling to Houston today, yeah, to meet with local leaders to discuss the winter storm, relief efforts, progress toward recovery. And then while they're there in Texas, the president will also visit COVID health centers where vaccines are being distributed. Yes. Thank you, Uh President Biden. All right, Joe. He's a leader. A leader that cares. Yes. About all America. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. He's not golfing. After his words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, Tommy? <laughs> He's not golfing. He's not tweeting. Mm-hmm. You know, he actually doing presidential stuff. I He's like not, he not lying. lying. Yeah. He's not lying. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all Nine. said it together, Shirley uh-huh. and Jay. Lying. <laughs> yeah, he's not lying. <laughs> yeah. I Hope love he gets it. to the bottom federally of what happened. Yeah where the yeah. massive failure went down. Now, I mean, make this $15 an hour happen. That's what we need. Yes, next. I was just yes. thinking that, that too, money. Jay. They need yes. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Democrats want it, but the Republicans don't, right, so far? That's the issue, $15 an hour. All I want, just get Texas on the same power that the rest of the country is on and not by ourselves independently. Can we we hook up with the rest of the country when it comes Uh to electrical power? Okay. (laughs) All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, the Uh twisted demented mind of J. Anthony Brown. Brilliance. Brilliance. Okay. We only have a, I think, a few more days left for Black History Month. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'd like to read, I found this. It's a a letter from a runaway slave or a freed man. Uh, I'd like to read this. Hit it, Crystal. Oh, my God. Lion King. Lion King. If you got this letter, I made it. Now, if the person who opens this letter can't read, give it to someone who can. First of all, I told y'all to come, but no, y'all wanted to stay. Trust me. It wasn't easy, but it is such a good feeling to wake up in the morning and not have to pick a damn thing. Wasn't easy getting up here. Miss Tubman don't play. She don't play at all. She had to pull a gun out on John Henry and pistol whip him when he started to cry saying he wanted to go back. After the swelling went down, he changed his mind. She passed out a couple of times, but when she came to, she made up for it. Just in case she comes back for some of y'all on a second run, do not use the phrase, please, please do not use the phrase, when we gonna get there. That seems to upset her a lot. One thing I found out about running away, the female slaves are real friendly at night when it is cold. Yes, they are. Upon my arrival, I met some uppity blacks acting like they had never picked cotton. I'm like, how the hell y'all so uppity? Y'all ain't been free but 12 minutes. I said, SP. That's short for slave please. I get a feeling slave please is going to change one day. I don't know what to. I also met Frederick. I also met Frederick Douglass. I don't know what's up with his hair either. 
He dating a white woman. He introduced me to her sister. Yes, I have crossed over. Well, so much for talking to y'all. I'll holler at y'all later. P.S. That's what you put at the end of a letter when you have more to say. Give my shoes to the Williams brothers since they both have one foot. Holler at y'all later. Miss <laughs> Tubman asked me if I wanted to come back for a second run. I said, hell no. <laughs> oh, my God, J. Anthony Brown. That's the greatest one ever. Boy. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. Listen here. What we did last night has nothing to do with the fact that you can use my toothbrush. Okay? <laughs> All right? We'll also have some closing okay. remarks from the one and that's, only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day, last break of the week for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wow. It's been a good yeah, week. a full work mm-hmm. of week. Mm-hmm. You're exhausted. You're exhausted. You're exhausted. Yeah, yeah I'm you exhausted. must be exhausted. Do I look forward to Saturday? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. He's so stupid. <laughs> Steve's friend. Hey, you know what? Can I say something, Unc, before you get started? Do you know there's a possibility that Watson might actually stay in Houston? It's a strong possibility. Huh? Where you get that Deshaun. idea from? Where'd you I'm get that? Deshaun at? Watson could yeah, possibly. They're saying that. They're saying that, Junior. When? Did you say in where? What I is said it when? 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 Oh. Okay. When Same did thing. you get it? No. Same thing. Same <laughs> we thing. We don't say that on the show. <laughs> yeah, we, we we think it a lot though. Uh, but we can't <laughs> say it. <laughs> Sound like you said it would have been a good place for it. Deshaun is going to say in Houston, you know, slave, please. Yeah. SP, slave, please. And I think it's going to change it to something else, but I don't know exactly what it's going to be. Oh, God. I didn't hear it all, man. No, I don't know, man. You know, I mean, for y'all's sake, I hope you do, but. He ain't doing it for y'all's sake. <laughs> I don't like the way they treat is he, him. Though. Is so he good? I, at I'll what be he honest do? about that. I don't he's like. He's great. That. He's great. He's great at what he do. <sighs> he's okay. not good. He's great. Now did JJ go to Cleveland? Is that official? JJ. Oh, he's going to Buffalo. JJ, what? What wow. are you talking about, Buffalo, man? I said Cleveland. He, I said, I, did he Steve, go to Cleveland? He, huh? He's talking to JJ. What are you talking about? I, asked, I said, did JJ White go to Cleveland? I heard that he was going to Buffalo. Oh, that's. Okay, what? JJ. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I know it sure. is. It really is, I mean, Shirley. Oof. It really is. You Shirley, know. don't nobody care that you don't care. <laughs> don't get <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> that's what I love about this. Because we ain't got no time. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, I mean, let me say this in closing. Um, this show, I was talking about it with a group of people on a Zoom call to talk about my career in radio and and future thoughts and all like this. But I wanted to say about this show right here, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, it's it's comprised of probably one of the most talented cast of people 
in all of radio. And one of the statements that they made on the call the other day when I was talking with him was, it seems like you all genuinely like each other. And, you know, we've jailed over the years and, you know, we know a lot about each other personally. You know, we pray for each other. We know when each other's going through hardships and hard times. You know, we've seen each other cry about different things, rejoice about certain things. We celebrate birthdays and accomplishments of children for one another, with the grandchildren, with career moves and successes. And it has been a relationship that you spend quite a bit of time with some people. When you work with people every single day and you go through the pandemic with them and you go through the elections with them and you go through uh, the ups and downs and you try to be entertaining with them, inspiring with them and enlightening with them, it does build a bond, you know, and we have that bond on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure other people can say the same thing, but I've seen the turnover on other shows, and we don't have that. We are consistently the same. You don't see people coming in and out of this show. You don't see them changing co-hosts and changing parts. We've stayed pretty much the same since we started this syndicated show 15, 16 years ago. I've been with Shirley since 2000. Tommy came along in 2002, something like that, a couple of years after. And we've been together a long time, man. And Carla became a part of all this in 2005 and Mississippi Monica and and then we got Jay when uh, we, you know, we practically stole him. And, you know, what an addition it was. And I've watched this cast grow over the years and develop into their own until everybody understood who they were on the show. And then we added Junior. Junior came along, and it was an addition to the show. And we added parts. We have the really most talented morning show on the air. I know somebody else can say that, too, but it ain't true. It really ain't. I'm just telling you flat out. You can't produce. There is no morning show on radio more inspiring than this show. We spend too much time trying to encourage, enlighten, uplift our people. And then after that, there, you cannot be more entertaining than this show right here. You can't laugh harder in the morning at nothing than you do right here on this show. And it's because as an ensemble cast, we have formulated a formidable force in adult contemporary radio to where we are the number one adult contemporary radio station in the world. We are the only music-driven adult contemporary station that's on all three major markets. Nobody else can say that. We's a bad thing. And thank y'all for tuning in every morning because you help make us who we are and we appreciate y'all. That's how I feel about the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, you feel now. me? Yes, we
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 